Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friends and co-hosts, Clint and Angie. And uh, I put a Facebook post on my, or put a Facebook status on my Facebook. Is that what today? you do with Facebook I statuses? <laughs> I put a post on my I feed. posted on my Facebook. There we go. Something like I thought that. a lot about this intro. Yeah, you're right. I posted on my Facebook uh, this little prayer, this little thought I had today, and it was, um, God, help me to help me when I'm inconvenienced to realize it's you providing me opportunities to serve my neighbor and grow closer to you. And I just want to say, Clint, you've given me two opportunities to do that today. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but you're welcome. <laughs> So anyway, we're talking about uh, resurrection today, and uh, so I'll let you guys... And less specifically, hope. Like, okay, you know, that's kind of where resurrection from a Christian perspective, um, but we realize and, and, and understand that not everyone listening may fall into that category, and so we just want to talk about hope, and uh, in light of, from, for us, from our perspectives, the Christian the Christian worldview and what we just celebrated on Sunday, which is resurrection Sunday, the day the church celebrates Jesus's uh, rising from the dead. So conquering the grave. Yep. Defeating death and sin for, for all. And, um, and what that, what the implications then are for our daily lives mm-hmm. out after that. Cause here we are recording this on a Wednesday, just a few days, uh, since Easter Sunday, where we all gathered with our respective church bodies and uh, sang songs with fervor that we hadn't sung them with. I for... haven't made people stand up in church this oh week. My oh, man. Do yeah. you guys do that? Y'all no, stand? no, we don't usually. No. Um, <laughs> I don't usually stand in church because if I stand, I can't see the screens from the back of the church where we sit. And so I usually sit so I can read the words. And I feel really guilty because everyone else is standing. But I would literally have to walk forward. So what I'm hearing is you're the stereotypical uh, back row Baptist. I am a, well, I am the back row in a Baptist church. <laughs> put it that way. But, um, but yeah, so it's sort of, I, I was thinking about this and about how really this Sunday, this past Sunday, isn't, isn't really any different than any other Sunday where we gather as far as... Um, what has happened, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. we're we're just one more Sunday since the since the actual resurrection of Jesus. We set this one aside to commemorate and to maybe draw special attention to it. But regardless, every Sunday is Resurrection Sunday. It was a good reminder, though. And but but then Monday happens, yeah. Right. So we go from the sadness of Good Friday, um, the the waiting and the silence of Saturday to the joy and exuberance of Sunday in the empty tomb. And then Monday happens. And, and the question I kept asking myself all week up to this point is now what, Mm. now what do we do? We don't have a lot of scripture um, that really dives into the next day, the disciples and Jesus did, we, you know, we have sort of summary, summary statements. Uh, I was saying some Mario. I don't know if that's a word, but <laughs> it's not summer- <laughs> vocabulary demons. Yeah. Summary statements <laughs> about things that took place in the 40 days, I guess you could say between mm. Jesus's resurrection and his ascension uh, to heaven. Um, but we don't really have like a, 
itinerary? 50 days. Whatever. I think it's 40. Ooh, it's 50. That's the seminarian coming Pen- out in Pentecost you. comes 50 days after Easter. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> so, so, so Pentecost comes 50 days after, but not the Ascension. True. Because they waited. Yes. See? True. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> the number of days is not important. Uh, <laughs> Unless you're dispensationalist. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, that went over a bunch of people's heads. But uh, anyway, so there's not an itinerary of like what took place day to day to day. And so I've always often wondered that and 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 the implications for my life. Well, what does the Monday after Easter look like? What should it look like? Should it look like anything? Should it be that different mm. than any other Monday? Yeah, one of the things that uh, comes to my mind as I was... <clears throat> sort of contemplating this idea of resurrection. Uh, There's this promise that Jesus gives in Revelation 21.5, where he says, Behold, I am making all things new. And um, that has been sort of a cornerstone verse for me lately, is that regardless of what things look like from my perspective, Jesus says, I'm making all things new currently right now. Mm-hmm. He says that, and I can neither believe that or not, but I, I choose to believe it. And so there's this, there's this great hope I have that one day all the pains, all the sufferings, all the hurts that I've endured and caused others will one day be fully and finally made right. But even, even today, you know, that, that, that is an ongoing promise that hasn't been completely fulfilled yet. So today Jesus is making all things new and he invites me to participate in that. And so that's what, that's really the, what the hope of, if you're talking about hope and, and tangentially talking about resurrection or vice versa, whichever way you want to look at it, that is, that's where it lies for me is that one day it'll be fully and finally realized. But even today, Jesus invites me to participate in this because one of the metaphors he gives about Christians in the Gospels is that we're salt, and so we're this preserving mm-hmm. agent. We are meant to make things better, mm-hmm. and that, that's something that I, I want to do. To and that's give, the hope that resurrection gives me. Yeah, to give people a glimpse of heaven now. Yes, yeah. Um, and, I, and I think people often, especially secular people, people who aren't uh, among the Christian faith— um, we'll look at the resurrection when we talk about that as this eternal life that, mm-hmm. that what we hope for as Christians is an eternal being and existence with God. And, you know, so a lot of the criticism would be, you know, that's stupid and, and you're wasting your life now hoping for an eternal life. But the promise of the resurrection and ultimately the ascension is not just the someday or the one day it's the here and now it's that the, the what Jesus modeled through Holy or for Good Friday to Easter Sunday is what we have the opportunity to do in our life now. Mm-hmm. Let some things come to a death that need to come to a death. Um, let those things give yourself a moment to pause mm. and then wait for God to resurrect what needs to be resurrected in your life. Yeah. That, that's a that's a that's the cycle. Yes, some things die, rest. Resur- and yes. what what is made new is better. Yes, yes, yeah. and that and we don't know what resurrection is going to look like in these different areas. So, like on Good Friday, we might be hoping for a certain, just like the disciples were hoping mm-hmm. yes. for a certain kind of Jesus. When Jesus died that day, they thought it was all over with, and mm-hmm. 
didn't have any hope of that resurrection because they didn't understand the scriptures. We at least have that perspective uh, as Christians. We at least have that scriptural perspective to know that Jesus is going, Jesus was resurrected and ascended. So we at least have that opportunity to hope for resurrection, but we might not always anticipate what God is doing and what that resurrection will look like. Mm. Yeah. I feel like it really goes back to something you said last week where um, you were talking about your church and these expectations that people were putting on you, um, like metrics and stuff. And you had to let those things die and look at the thing as it was to evaluate how to and evaluate how to go forward at that point. Yes. Um, so the, something had to die. There was a time of rest and recalibrate. And mourning. And mourning. Yeah. And then what came after was new and better and improved. And absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, it was <clears throat> deeper and holier, and relationships uh, are changed, but in a lot of ways, like deepened. And you know, so resurrection has the power. And if you believe in that power, uh, it gives you some hope for the things that are truly broken in our lives, that our sin or brokenness or whatever you want to call it does not get the last word. It is crazy to me that, that God invites me to participate in his renewing work. Mm-hmm. That is, that's wild to me because I've made such a mess of it in the past but the hope is that even those, even my screw ups, not necessarily even the things that have been done to me, but the things that I have been, the things that I have done to others will, uh, will be made right in yeah. the end. But I can also make amends today. Yes. You know, yes. I can, I can be that preserving agent, that salt to make things better, make situations better. Yeah. yeah and thinking about what you were saying about what does that mean for Monday? Um, what I thought about when you said that was, um, uh, how, rarely do I tell God, I'm just trusting you to resurrect this, how you want it resurrected. Like, am am I trusting in the resurrection to go along with how I want it to look, Mm -hmm. uh, in my life? And so sometimes I think we have to lay that down and just put our hope in God's going to do something here. And I just have to wait and watch. Yeah. For me. So Zach talked about how you, you had the, the long game, right. With, um, one day mm-hmm. Jesus is going to make all things new. But also the and, in, and in the process of mm-hmm. getting to that point, um, he's doing it in even in small ways we can't see. Uh, but one day it will be fully, mm-hmm. uh, revealed. Um, for me, it's, it's, and I liked what you said about this process of, of seasons in mm-hmm. our life where we have to lay things to rest. Then we have to just be quiet and let God do what he's doing in the background and then and then experience his resurrection uh, of those things. And that's sort of like a daily thing mm-hmm. for me. So one of the biggest things, the first thing, even if it's not an explicit uh, acknowledgement, but when I wake up in the morning and I, I start every day with, I have new mercies today. Um, God's mercy is new every morning. And that verse is from the Old Testament but it has resurrection undertones Mm. to it, right? The reason that his mercies are new every morning is, and we can know that and believe it and trust it is because of what Jesus has done in his life, death, burial, and resurrection. Because those are true, God's God's mercies are new every morning. Mm -hmm. 
And so it's, it's almost as if the hope I have in my life out of the resurrection is, is not just a Monday after Easter thing. It's an every day after Easter thing and, and, and leading up to the next time we all get together and celebrate uh, the resurrection. And so for me, it's, um, it's a, I, I, have, I remind myself every day that the hope I have is because of Jesus and because that is true, it, then yesterday is dead and gone already, right? Now, there are, like what you were saying, there are consequences of actions that were done yesterday. There are opportunities to ask for forgiveness and seek forgiveness for things done yesterday. Um, but as far as God is concerned, my the, his mercies are new for me today. And so I can now do the next right thing, um, approach today as if tomorrow yesterday didn't happen, um, and, and not have to be weighed down by anything that happened yesterday or the day, you know, so on and so forth. So that's really what implications Easter, um, and the hope of the resurrection has on me day to day is that, man, I could have really screwed it up yesterday. Mm-hmm. And while I'm working through the mess I made yesterday, today, I can do that from a position of, I have the full and complete forgiveness of God mm-hmm. and therefore treat people like I have that forgiveness. Um, even if they've wronged me yesterday, that's, right, that's yeah. the big thing too. Like not only the things that we've done, but had the things that we've had done to us, mm-hmm. we can approach those relationships and those uh, situations in such a way to where now we take those new mercies that we've received and offer them to other people. Um, so we are um, God's ambassadors in that regard. So, yeah. Um, and, and thinking about the resurrection is true. You said that a couple of times. And the question that I asked myself is what if it wasn't, mm. I'm comfortable saying that when I get to the, whatever point that is at the end of my life and I die, that if, if everything goes black and nothing's there, I'm, I'm okay with that being the end. Like I, I'm completely comfortable with that where I will not be comfortable with that is if in this life, what I do day to day didn't somehow give people the opportunity to see resurrection in my life and ultimately theirs because of whatever was reconciled between us mm-hmm. on our behalf the resurrection to me, what shows me over and over again, that that is true. It's not because the Bible tells me it's not because I witnessed it. Like all of those things aren't what tell me this is true. What tells me the resurrection is true is because I've seen it in my own life. I've seen God work through those things that I thought were absolutely impossible to work through. So if that can happen, I have to believe that God has modeled in humanity what God intended for his son. Mm. And that's what tells us this is true. Yeah. I was, I was picking some that up as well from this conversation is that when I leave here today, uh, I'm going to try better to have resurrection lenses Mm. on things that on circumstances and things that happen. Um, and, and see that through that concept of, um, some things have to die. There'll be a pause, a, a grieving, a mourning, and then that's some, that something better is coming. And so resurrection also, um, touches on 
aspects of people I will come across in my life that no one is too far gone. Mm-hmm. Um, no one is, you know, in my mind I can, I can, um, I can say this person really frustrates me or upsets me and just write them off. But having resurrection lenses doesn't allow me mm-hmm. to do that. I don't have the luxury of writing people off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's right. I think that's a good place to stop. Oh man, sixteen minutes too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I I think that uh, that's our encouragement for people that are, that don't share our experiences, um, that don't share our perspective of the Christian faith is to is to look at what we believe about Jesus's life, his death, and his resurrection, and and see where we're coming from about how that gives us hope, and then examine your own worldview. Um, where does hope come from? We can't, I mean, we can sit here and tell you that ours is the best and the greatest worldview when it comes to having hope. But I don't know enough about how other people, how hope exists in other worldviews. I've, I've been immersed in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anything, what I would want to encourage people that are listening to this to do is, is, is examine what, your view of hope. That's why I wanted to speak in those. And we've talked a lot specifically about the resurrection because it's our perspective, but examine the idea of hope from your own perspective Mm -hmm. and ask yourself, how do you get there? Yeah. I like that. Where does your hope come from? Yeah. You know, we know, what do you hope for? We know where ours comes from. Right. And, and, and if it comes from yourself and your own ability to work things out and to get to a desired, um, conclusion, um, great. I just think that that ultimately you're going to let yourself down. We're going to let each other down. And at that point, where do you go? Mm-hmm. And so that's where, that's where we're at. That's what we want to do today. We want to have resurrection lenses uh, to better serve our neighbor and to grow closer to our God. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for his peace.